Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast. Where if Wargaming was easy, it would be your mom. If you're listening at work, please don't listen at work or get yourself a damn good set of headphones. If you're listening at home, don't listen around kids or just don't have kids and the problem is solved. We are a weekly tabletop Wargaming Warhammer 40k podcast. Uh, we travel the, the lands to play at competitive 40k events, but predominantly our heart and soul goes into the Lord Marshall, which is a regional circuit for the Midwest. And uh, all of our buddies up across the Midwest playing Warhammer 40k. So that's why you'll see the mix of cast characters that are on here. Uh, different clubs, different people, uh, different regions, and within Lord Marshall. So this week we talk about a lot. We talk about uh, the leaks. We talk about LVO. We talk about games at LVO. Uh, Dan and Tim played. I judged. Uh, so we talk about those experiences and uh, how Frontline Gaming ran the event. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. Uh, always looking forward to feedback. Um, I owe a lot of you a Patreon shout out. I will try and get that in an episode next week. And uh, without further ado, here we go. Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast, where Wargaming was easy to be your mom. We got a full house tonight. Uh, we got to hopefully hopefully not too much salt in the balance of the force. But uh, here is my boy Alex. Good evening. I think happy for Craft Worlds. Uh, speaking Ugh. of which, what, what you doing with those rape guard there, Tim? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> for those oh not watching... I got my unbuilt pile right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that shit's off camera, though. Yeah. So in this closet right here, I've got some some shit too. So uh, for those didn't tell, uh, can't aren't watching the video. Tim Royers is sitting next to a stack of uh, of wave serpents and and craft world Eldar. So Tim Royers here. What's up, Tim? What's going on, everybody? And uh, Scott motherfucking Sasser out of Forge World, Columbia. Hey, how's it going? And uh, Dan, the King of Salt Salmon. So what's happening, Dan? Not much. What what color are your relegans going to be? Oh, I'm not even telling. Uh, they're going to be elder colored. <laughs> he's, he's, he's leapfrogging. <laughs> he's, he's, he's skipping Tau and going straight to the yeah. point of yours. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I've got, I'm doing, I'm working on Tau, or not Tau, uh, GSC stuff and elder stuff. Yeah. What's funny is we had a dude here that I think uh, low-key has been picking up towel stuff around town and like hitting up you you know how like when your buddies post on the buy sell and trade groups you see their post yeah like uh he's been hitting up towel people to get their used stuff online and uh so i've kind of been eyeballing it and today he's like man maybe i should have done craft world and i'm like yeah so was, was that uh, who is that fucking trenton yeah okay that's funny, <laughs> so, that's funny. yeah and, and he's already got Fair the hottest He's playing custodies, so like he's already got the fucking hotness. I don't know what his deal is. So, I mean, Ta- so what's everybody? Tau will have play. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're just not going to be on the level that Craft Worlds are going to be on, but it'll be a good book. Tau's good. Tau's good. Tau's good. There's, there's some. There's some. Yeah. There's some voodoo in there, man. Oh, there is. No, there. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying like 
He's not going to regret. Oh, we got one more. I've seen all the Eldar stuff, and there's very little that I think is OP. Whereas, uh, you know, 100 Eldar or Tau? Uh, Eldar. Okay. And then Tau running around with, you know, 100 plus indirect shots. Uh, kind of broken. Can be very scary, yes. Can be. They'll be fine. They'll get nerfed, and then uh, we'll welcome our, our craft world's overlords. So, I welcome it. I welcome it all. Yeah. Speaking the of Xenos uh, overlords, speaking of uh, Xenos overlords, whenever Sean finally gets in the fucking chat, yeah, I think some... Dilly's using a 56k dialogue. He's got that DSL, dude. It's making the AOL, AOL noise. <laughs> uh... His his mom picked up the phone while he tried to dial in, so he's, he's unable to connect. Fuck <laughs> a mom! <laughs> mom, I'm on the phone with my gaming friends. Hang up. <laughs> I remember trying to play StarCraft on BattleNet back in the day on dial-up internet, oh, and then man. my parents would pick the phone up. It's a bad time. I have to start the process all over again. Just alienated, alienated half of the listeners with that reference. Yeah, speaking of, uh, I don't think so. Speaking of online trading, I had a local hit me up who asked me if uh, Sean Dilly was a a legit dude to mail trade with. So <laughs> apparently, yeah. Dilly's unloading some custodies for some craft worlds as well. So Dilly's Dilly's trying to hop. Uh, Dilly's trying to hop teams. He asked if he counts as an Omaha resident for Outlanders purposes. So I was like, I, I don't know. Yeah, was, he said. Uh, he said Scott Thompson counted him as a dependent for tax purposes, so that makes it official. So because yeah. he, he stays there enough. <laughs> well, I, I counted David Villera as a dependent, and I'm sure as fuck not joining Team Texas. So there you go, there Team you Texas. Go. That was a joke. Laugh about it. It was meant to be funny. So, <laughs> but is it though? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So what's uh what's everybody been up to, man? I know uh Dan, myself, and and Tim were at the LVO. Uh, you got any games in? Have you been up to anything, Scott? I played. A, I've played a bunch of TTS of the new missions. Play. I've played almost all the new missions now, and they're a lot more enjoyable uh, than the older missions. I still see there's some flaws. A lot more wanting to go second in most of the missions, but yeah, uh, I feel like know, we've kind of been there already. Yeah, but I mean, it even more emphasizes it, in my opinion, which is nice. Uh, so more more objective play. I really enjoy the new missions. And secondaries. They seem pretty cool. I was reading through them last night. I have uh I need to I need to dig in and get some games with them. And uh Alex has kind of come out of 40k hiding and have been talking a lot of craft world bullshit. Well, so. it's the army that I give a shit about is finally gonna be able to, I don't know, be playable in yeah. any capacity. It is your main chick, so I can absolutely Weirdly. see yeah, why that's Fucking what that's day of the space marine space marines. You just bought a Space Marine army? Sorry, bud. You're fucked. <laughs> like, you're already fucked, and that Craft World book is going to bad touch you in ways. Oof. <laughs> Five minutes. Salt has been thrown. <laughs> there, ain't no salt. there ain't no salt there. I'm fine about it. I'm fine with it. Fuck them. I think yeah. everything dunks on Marines right now, unfortunately. There's I, so I many. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, I, it's like every mission, you're like, oh, this kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Live 100%. That yeah. For sure. Dude, uh, I was someone was the other day complaining about you know one wound chaos space marines, and I was like, dude, just think you about it. you got a fuck, you you have a sixty point obsec unit 
with power armor that's T4. Like, just look at it like that. You know, you got T4 Sisters of Battle that are that are OPSEC. And, well, and, and, so and much... everything's D, D2 anyway. That's exactly. Like, exactly. it doesn't matter. You might have... <laughs> yeah, with everything being damaged, too, you, you'd almost, it's almost better that they're one wound and cheaper. <laughs> like, here, it's more point efficient for what they'll do against enemy shooting anyway. Yeah. I do, I do. My heart goes out to the Chaos players. Um, I'm sorry that your dad said he was going to get a pack of smokes and never came back, but it's, and then they got skipped in the book rotations. So there's all kinds of, that's true. There, there's a bunch <laughs> some salt about that happening for sure. What's was, uh, there's Sean. <laughs> there he is. Hey. Man, I was having some of the worst tech issues. <laughs> hey, uh, I heard you're, uh, you're trying to get a hold of some elves, man. What's up with that? Just more elves. Just more elves. Just more enough and hard, dude. Ditching the custodies, so just some, just some. Just some of like, yeah, I it was way too many custodies. What it was, <laughs> yeah, you bought no, like two boxes, no, it, you have like four extra dudes, so yeah, you only need five <laughs> models, it's fine. Just, just trade it into other box sets, you're good to go. That's right. Uh, apparently, Telewans need to go back on the shelf, from what I hear. Yeah, well, but. Do they? Is that that not having the cores enough? I don't know. I just uh, I they just it. they lost the shadow keepers. So oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. So they, well, just the other dreads are just so fucking much better. Yeah. Even the spear one is better than the Telmon. So well, the other other whatever. other dreads didn't rely on shadow keepers minus one strengthening. So. Correct. They just were uh, good on their own. Mm-hmm. All it took was a little change in the rules, right? And then the the king daddy is gone. Yeah. Relegated to the shelf. Speaking of speaking of new shit, have you guys seen? Uh, I, Alex and I have been digging into a game called Conquest. Have you guys seen it? Mm-hmm. Heard it, not seen it. If, right uh, yeah, if you're look, looking for some rank and flank, it's rank and a, flank. Yeah, in a in a fantasy setting. That's uh, no, thanks. Yeah, that's fine. It's, it's, not, it's not. It's not everyone's. Buddy. It's not everyone's cup of tea for sure. Is it square bases or? Uh, um, it's round bases set in square unit slotting. Things. That's fine. I mean, that's fine. And then there's two ways to play it. You can play it as a skirmish game, or you can play it as a ring of flank. I think oh, I saw nice. uh, these yeah. models that Adepticon a few years ago. They, yeah. they should have been. Yeah, uh, it's, they're like a two two and a half year old game or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's the average points? It's two thousand. Like, and then what about uh, game time? About the same. I have no idea. I haven't, I haven't even played a practice game of it yet. Okay. We've just, just been drooling like over starter, models. Starter stuff. The rule set The rule set is fucking tight. Like, really tight. So, I'm pretty excited to give it a shot. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to it. I got the, got the dwarves. So, I was gonna... There were some Vikings, but I was like, man, I can't do Vikings in all the games. So. It's alright. I'm doing Vikings for you in this one. Yeah, so. Dwarves, are, dwarves are supreme game. anyways. What's that? Dwarves are supreme, anyways. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's pretty original. Looks original. I dig it a lot. So let's check it out. Then of you don't want to play the that. dinosaur people? Dude, the dinosaur people look I, cool. I do want to play the dinosaur people, but they're like the most complicated faction by far. And I fit to spend a bunch of money and then get pissed immediately because I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah. So, so give me a lowdown on uh, LVO. Give them the highs, the lows. The what was fun about it. It's a good time. I uh, I guess we can kind of start a rotation here since we kind of gotten the shenanigans out of the way. I'll go um, first with LVO. Didn't go. <laughs> I watched the fuck out of it though. I watched a bunch of bunch of the streams. Yeah, 
And uh, the guy that was running the stream War Games Live, uh, Scott, Scott got him hooked up with us. So he's going to come stream at Monkey. Uh, ready he's streaming stream. at Show Me, too. Yep. Yeah. Oh, nice. So, yeah. So he's, he's making his way. He's uh dude had a good stream though, man. I yeah. want some of the games that are quality streams. Yeah. yeah I enjoyed his commentary. It was yeah. good. And uh, no, LVO was good. Like it was different from uh, a judging standpoint, like not there, not being there as a player. You know, I had people that did judging in quotes. It's debatable <laughs> that that's what you did. Should I should have came by and throw some cards on your ass, man. <laughs> so Speaking of which, I pull off the ultimate prank. Yeah, that's uh, what my, I'm referencing. <laughs> so, myself and Matt Rutt. Were you guys at Halo? Do you remember the announcement I made at Halo? About, about my car? That. When he would go about up to Tim strangers and his Tesla. the hotel and be like, hey, do you, this person has a Tesla. <laughs> to these old ladies who had no idea who I was. So, like, hotel staff Great. was coming up to Tim and talking to him about his car. It was fucking yeah. dope. And uh, at one point in time... <laughs> Matt and I got a hold of the, the microphone in the hall and uh, announced Tim's table and described him and said, go by and ask him and talk to him about his Tesla. And uh, Tim had people stopping by his table and strangers on the internet messaging him about his car. So Yes, I, this is no joke. <laughs> and what was funny was, um, oh, and I'm totally blanking on his name right now. Who's the, who's the TO of the Dallas Open? Oh, shit. Moreland. Yeah, that's Robert who I was Martin. playing. That's who I was playing, and it was a, it was a good game. Uh, but they so they started it off, and they made it sound like it was like an important call. They were like uh, table eighty nine, which was our table, <laughs> and and Moreland is like was in a close neck and neck race for best guard with uh, with one other guy, and so like he was his intensity level was like at an eleven because he was just really dialed, like he had yeah. to win. And so, like, they called our table, and he and he was just like, "Oh God, what is it?" Like, he was not happy that. Our, and then it's the freaking Tesla announcement, and I was just like, "You mother!" <laughs> <laughs> did he win? I won. Oh, so it didn't matter anyways. It did not. <laughs> turns did out, turn, turns out when you make all your four ups on Terminators, it's hard to beat Black Templars. But yeah, here's the real question: Did he did he ask you about your Tesla? He, oh, he did, along with <laughs> many other people that that round. And Four then I felt bad because I because I started just like flipping people off that asked because like most people were trolling, but one dude came up and was genuinely curious about my car, and he was like, "Wow, dude, like that's kind of mean." I was like, "I am so sorry. I have been dealing with this for like an hour." That's <laughs> what you get. That's what you get. So, but yeah, you yeah. should say I've been dealing with this for months because it has been months now, and that joke just keeps getting. I just got to find a way to like. I got to escalate well it even more now. I'm telling you, you got to bust on the stream at Adepticon and be like, hey, world, listen. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but that no, was good. I, you know, I was amazed at some of the shenanigans people would pull like right in front of you. Like, you know, you'd be standing there watching a game and see shenanigans. And it's just like, and some of the players that you would see the shenanigans out of, you're like, I know you. I know you know how to play competitive 40K. Mm-hmm. Like you're just trying to pull some shit, you know, and and uh, but other than that it was pretty smooth, man. Um, you know, frontline gaming uh, puts on a good a good thing, and it was it was pretty well organized from a judge's standpoint. What we had to be doing and what we we're supposed to be working on, and it hey, uh, B- BCP did not crash this year, so yeah, 
It ran much the, smoother than the last time I went to Hellview. The BCP guys did a really good job. Like they were they on, they were, they were Johnny on the spot, man. Like they were right there. And what they did that was kind of cool was BCP gave all the judges access to the TO app. So like we were able to enter scores on our own without nice. having, you know, go to one consolidated place. Like if I could just pull it up on my phone and enter the scores, if players came up and, uh, all the packets, dude, it was, you guys, everybody in this group is running an event and all of us are TOs. And uh, what's the biggest thing you say to people when they ask you about something like time-wise or whatever, you're like, hey, have you read your packet? Yeah, what's and, in the packet? Yeah, and dude, the, I don't know who came up with it, if it was Adam or, or Reese or whoever, but they had like QR codes on the table for like all the events. Like there was a QR code for the friendly, there was a QR code for like, the champs there was a QR code for age of sigmar and like so your packet was just right there to scan so every time someone come up and be like you know asking a question about time or whatever you'd be like what's in your packet and they'd be like well i didn't get my packet and be there's a qr code right there just pulled up on your phone homie and uh most people were like pretty grateful for it and just used it you know so that's that's something i might adopt you know, for like monkey mm-hmm. is, is having the, the packet online and like Google doc with a QR code that just goes straight oh. to the packet. So yeah. whenever someone says something, you can just be like, Hey, there's, there's, there's your packet right there. So it's really nice. paper too. I understand it is very, very easy to do. So, yeah, but that's uh, one of the big takeaways I have. And uh, you know, the RTT on Sunday was fun. I judged it a little bit and we kind of hung out and, harassed each other a bit and a lot of guys you could tell like had a rough weekend rolling into rtt so but yeah i like it i don't know if i'd want to judge again um i did kind of miss playing seeing all my buddies playing so i think uh i think next time at lvo um i, I don't know i'll probably probably be an audible come closer to the event but i i might be leaning towards playing if i go back so Dan, Tim, how'd yeah, I do? I can go next. Uh, yeah, so I took the, I played. Uh, I took the Black Templars. Uh, I, I went, ended up going 4-2, and this is kind of the second LVO where, like, I took an army that was just, like, a tier below the top in terms of the meta. So, like, last time, two years ago, I took Imperial Fist when Iron Hands are kind of dominating. And, and Black Templars are good, but they're definitely not at the top of the game right now. Um, and, uh, no, it was a good time. I went two one both days. I was undefeated against Americans and Oh, and two against Europeans. So take that <laughs> as you will. Um, but no, honestly, more importantly, I was Oh, and two against Drakari, And it was just, I felt like tactically I played those games, right. You know, it was, I moved into the center, tried to, tried to force the fight there, you know, with my, with my terminators and blade guard and everything. And it just came down to the Drukari could just out trade me, you know, yeah. and, and that was really what it was, um, which is kind of frustrating. Cause I mean, there's certainly things I could have done better in those games, like going back and looking, you know, there was some movement stuff that I screwed up on and there was a couple other engagements that I, I roll betting better could have, could have positioned better. But I mean, no, I mean, my roles were, I mean, there were, you know, initially I was kind of salty in my one game. Cause like there was one time there was one critical combat where, uh, I went all in on, uh, oh, what's the stupid name character, Drazar? Um, yeah. And I did 14 wounds to him, uh, 14 multi-damage wounds to him, and 
the dude saved 10 of them. And I'm just like, <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's dice. Right. And I could have easily blamed it on dice, but in all honesty, like the, that just accelerated the loss. Right. Like again, Drakari were just out trading me and that was, you know, it was, it was what it was, but my, my opponents were all cool. Um, you know, it was super, it was super fun to get to play folks from all over the place. Uh, so that was kind of neat. Uh, Where were they from? Uh, the European one, one of the guys was, uh, Ben, I forget his last name from Vanguard Tactics. So that was cool to play one of those guys. Oh, nice. So, uh, so he was one of the dudes that did one of the seminars. And then um, my last opponent was from Spain. And we talked a lot of soccer smack because he's a Manchester United fan and I'm a Liverpool fan. So we <laughs> we interjected. But it was, it was kind of weird because, like, there was obviously a language and cultural barrier between the two of us because, like, he kept giving me, like, these backhanded compliments of, like, wow, like, you're four and one with a really inferior army. How did you get here? And I'm like, dude, Black Templar, that dad. Like, what are you talking about? And so, like, he was trying to be nice. And then at the end of the game, you know, a combat swung his way hard, I think, in round four. And I just said, like, let's call it here, man. This isn't going to be fun anymore. And he, like, thought I was saying he was a bad opponent. And I was like, no, 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 dude. I'm just saying, like, we're done. Like, this is wrapped up. I have, like, four models left. Like, let's just call it. Like, I wasn't a knock on you. And so I had to, like, explain to him a little bit what I meant by that, but no, it was, it was a good time. It's just, um, I wasn't a huge fan of the venue because of the sheer amount of walking required to get from like hotel down to where the games were. And then food options were limited and the Rio has like two possible exits. And so if you want to go to like fast food, that's literally across the street. It's like, you have to walk a half marathon. Um, but I heard you know, it was outside, quite a distance. Yeah. A lot of walking. But honestly, Dan wound up at Jesus Chicken all the time. Because <laughs> yeah, on Sunday, be. I had to walk like an extra half mile to Sonic. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. I was tempted to go. No, the Chick Chick Fil A was fine, but no, it was it was good. It was a good time. It was one of those where, you know, LVO kind of has a marathon feel to it. Not not because of anything unique to LVO, but it's just it's the end of the ITC season. You know, everybody's pushing to try and do well at that event, and so like your mental fatigue is I thought James Kelling was going to just like curl up into a fetal position and die on Saturday night. Like he was just, he was a little, little burnt out. And then, Cooked, yeah. but then the nice thing was like, and we'll get to obviously after LVO, but the nice thing was at the end of the event, people were all talking about like, what do you want to do next? And I don't know. And we were looking at the missions. I had a lot of time to read up on the new missions because on the flight Dan and I were on, we had to turn back around and throw a dude off the plane. So that was fun. Oh, so that, for real? Yeah, for 100% oh, for real. Oh, man, dude, yeah. no way. What was happening? Yeah. What was going on? Somebody that was with uh, was with one of Scott's buddies, actually. Yeah, he yeah. was. Uh, he wasn't, yeah. like, loud and belligerent, but he was drunk <laughs> and he was creeping on some young chick. And so, like, and wouldn't let it go. And so they, I guess they warned him and he wouldn't stop. And so then they... Hey, good on Southwest for not putting up with it, right? They turned him right around and threw him off the plane. So, so that oh, was, but yeah, man, that was that a solid. Sucks. Well, and then we spent so guys. long, they had to like then refill the plane. So it wasn't just a matter, <laughs> like they had to like get him off, find his yeah. luggage, refill the plane. It was a solid hour <laughs> delay. I'm just sitting oh there reading, reading the new missions, reading the tower review. It was just, you know, but no, it was, it was a good trip, good time for. My goal for next year is to break my four and two duck. I've always gone four and two at LVO. I want to. I want to try and finish stronger than that. So that was my LVO. Dan, uh, what did I? I took uh, custodes and guards. So 
two full payload mana cores, then two blade champions, five dreadnoughts, a terminator, and then some other stuff. Um, Imperium. Imperium. So I, Speaking uh, of which, Dan, Dan had someone try to sabotage him. So, oh, dude, yeah. what, what a bitch move! Like, just well, it's not even that. Just learn to read. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, somebody like somebody was upset of how if you take an assassin, they were like, "Oh, if you take one assassin, you're not you're you're still your faction." Well, the rules are if you take an a, a assassin in a patrol battalion or brigade. It doesn't break your faction. That's literally why I was putting him in the auxiliary support. Yeah, so. and you were literally paying a two CP tax. Yeah, to stay Imperium. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, uh, game one I played against a Knight player. Um, he wasn't running anything too special, and uh, like the blade champs were insane. Like one blade champ killed two baby knights and helped kill a big knight. The other baby oh, uh, nice. blade champion helped kill two big knights. <laughs> like. Those two guys just were running the train on them pretty hard, uh, just for how efficient they are at killing vehicles like that. Auto auto wounding on a four up to hit, and then you know against the against the little knights you're wounding on a four up uh, to wound at neg four, so two damage. Um, game two I actually was on stream against a dark angel player. Uh, his list wasn't super great, kind of terminator heavy with a couple attack bikes and some really character heavy though. Uh, I think I went first and just ran the dreadnoughts at him and the game. Yeah. They didn't show a lot of the game because it was kind of one-sided. Um, yeah, then, I, I watched what what was what was there and I was like, eh, "Yeah, sorry, you're, you're not going to be on here very long." So, well, it was funny because they like uh, I was I was re-listened to it and they were saying, "Oh, I don't." He's going too deep with the dreadnoughts. I don't think they realized that like my opponent had his characters too far forward. So on my top of two, I was like charging into and I took assassinate. So I was charging into Azrael or whoever the who's the Grandmaster. Azrael, uh, yeah. I was charging into Azrael and like his apothecary on on turn two, <laughs> which is why I was going so deep. Um, and then game three, I played against Ben. Got paired up against Ben and his um, Crusher Stampede. So that was actually a really good game. Like it was, it was tons of things that were back and forth, or or one 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 die roll differently would have changed the outcome, and that happened probably like ten different times in the game. Uh, you know, his, uh, what do you call it? His, uh, hive tyrant came in and rolled just perfectly enough to kill my mana cores. So if I had rolled one save, that'd have been a swing right there. He had a, uh, a tyrannid warrior live with one wound on objective, which was, a another swing. Um, that, you know, if that would have died, that'd have been more primary in my favor. Uh, he had like a zone or not the little, uh, solo lictors, like a lictor survived a blade champion somehow. So <laughs> you must have rolled poorly. Yeah. And then uh but then like at the end the the big the big swing at the end of the game was I had a solo Laris Terminator uh came in and did I couldn't get rods because he had me zoned out, but I was close to there. So I just deep struck in and then his next turn he moved a charge with one of his carnifexes. So I tangle footed, he failed the charge, and then that guy moved, did rod the next turn, uh, and got me some more engage points as well. And then on his turn he charged the Carnifex in, didn't kill that guy, so that guy survived with one wound left. And then the next turn, I turned him into Solar Watch, so he fell back and charged onto Ben's objective that had his own throw up on it to steal that to get you know more primary points and and get another engage as well. But ended up getting just perfectly enough, so it was a I don't remember what our score was, but we ended up tying. 
Yeah. So, so that was, that was a new one um, that we haven't had happen before, but it was, it was a really close game. And like, it was, we talked, we, we talked, huh? who went first? Ben did. Okay. So I, like so, I mean, he, he goes first against me and he, and he can't even win the game. What a bitch. So, <laughs> oh shit. Shots well, fired. The one thing we talked about after the game and I even, when he, when you're we picking secondaries, he picked while we stand. And I remember asking him, I was like, what? I was like, really? And I, Ben was just, we talked about it after the game. He's like, if I'd have picked engage, I was like, yeah, that would have been a 10 times better secondary. Cause I ended up killing his hive tyrant and his hive guard. So I only got five on while we stand. He'd have easily got like a 10 or a 12 on engage that mm-hmm. game. Um, but I think it was just the, you know, the flight and, or the, you know, traveling plus the last game of the day kind of, you know, it was a long, long day. Did he get a bunch of reps with Crusher Stampede? Like, Probably I think not. he got like 10, 12. Yeah, I don't know if okay. he could get that many. Yeah. So, but his list was good. Um, he was really, really scared of my mortars because I took monster hunters. So he wouldn't <laughs> yolo up a heartbeat to shoot in turn one. But, uh, and then game four, I played against a kind of a semi thick city. Like it was, it was thick, but it wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't the thickest. Game. Yeah. <laughs> but I, this, I can't remember my opponent's name, but I, I legit felt bad for him because his dice were atrocious. Like he had a full unit of Kronos, a dark, dark techno Kronos go up to a palace. I literally, I, I moved the palace up. Uh, I don't remember why, why I even moved. I moved him up to sit on the objective uh, and just was expecting him to die on, on, on his my opponent's turn. And my opponent moved the three Kronos up all within flame range and shot everything at the, this palace. And he did three wounds. Oh, Jesus. And like it was to the point like like the next turn, I was like, I don't even know what to do with this thing because I just expected it was gonna be dead. So but his dice were his dice were really, really bad. Like he was like had he had a couple different sizes of like these blue dice. He's like, Oh, we'll roll the big ones for a little bit. And garbage, roll the little ones for a little bit. Gar- like, everything is just is pretty lopsided. Um and then game five I played against a pure custodes player. And that was the I I talked to Cookie about this kind of before the event. The only thing I'm really worried about the custodes is like when they get one of their little streaks where they, where they don't fail saves, and that's kind of what happened this game. Uh, he, he went first and moved up on some objectives. Um, the end, of, so sum it up. The end of my first turn, uh, my entire army shooting basically killed a dreadnought, and then yeah. uh, the end of the second turn, uh, I killed a single bike and did six wounds to a dreadnought. And I think I killed two uh, the little wardens or whatever, but that was with like my that was I I uh, did uh, two damage to a bike with shooting, and then charged it with a shield dreadnought and a spear dreadnought, and all oh I did is kill yeah all I did is kill the wounded bike, so it was <laughs> one of the, it was one of those games like at the end of the game uh, it was battle lines as well the end of the game he had I think he literally had three models left he had like a half dead uh, Cladius tank. A couple wounds, uh, a couple wounds gone on his bike captain, and then uh, one more bike. I think that was pretty much all he had left at the end of the game. Uh, but it was for the first like first two and a half turns of dice were definitely in his favor, uh, and then the last two and a half turns of dice were were more in my favor. But it was it was just too late for me to score. The, I lost by six points. So if the if the dice were a little more even earlier in the game, I think it I think I'd have been fine. But that's how it happens. So and then the last game I put against a. Uh, a Drakari list that was more of a Venom spam MSU style list. And 
he just could not do anything to the shield dreadnoughts. So yeah, it, it was it was pretty brutal. So I ended up uh, four one and one, which was enough to get best Imperium. Uh, the guy I was competing against, Zach Kerstetter, he was going in the last round. He was half a win ahead of me, but then he ran into Brad <laughs> Chester's uh, Crusher Stampede. Yeah. So he he lost that. So he ended up four and two. So I ended up getting best Imperium. And Chester had a hard. Hard road. Yeah. Oh, I felt bad for him. So, but it was a, it was a good event, but like, kind of like what Tim was saying, like the, the thing he forgot to is at least I noticed it on the first night. Cause we finished up our game, me and Ben kind of late, but there was literally like a line for the elevators to get back upstairs. Oh Lord. So, yeah. You had to, if you were going, if you're trying to go back up to your room to drop your stuff off and it was kind of the peak time. Yeah, I think I sat in that line for at least 20 minutes, you know, 20, 30 minutes, just waiting to get upstairs because the stairs, there wasn't stairs basically that you could take. So, um, but I mean, I, I don't know, would I go again? Maybe um, I could go to four Midwest events for the, what it costs to go to LVO. So we'll see. But it was a good, good time. It's, I mean, it's like my six LVO. I like it. I enjoy going, so I'll continue to go. Well, one and that's way or another. Kind of what I've my feelings on it after playing because that's the first FLG event that I've ever played in. Um, if I had to pick, uh, you know, if there's a GW uh, event on on the same weekend as an FLG event, uh, which there won't be, but if there was in this theoretical world, I'd probably pick the GW event. To be honest with you. Um, they the extra the Sunday actually feels like a a day of gaming where yeah. Sunday at LVO like the hall was like bullshit just fucking dicking around yeah it's just dicking around waiting to go home and and the hall is pretty empty like yeah so I don't know it it LVO kind of felt like a, a a Friday Saturday event really not a not a three day event and and like the RTTs I don't know not really my thing. I'd, I'd rather be able to play like two more games of the big GT, but so. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't even mention I did the RTT, but then I lost my, my <clears> first <throat> game. It was like all greater demon Bellicor spam. And then I got, the dude went first and he, and he got three charges off on turn one, like yeah. came on by my table and it was not, <laughs> Dan just kind of <laughs> laughed at me, but I was just like, all right, whatever. Like I, I'm done carrying at this point. It's fine. <laughs> So on, on, on Dan's point, I will tell you that I have played uh, the new or the the GW uh, terrain layouts, and I actually really, really enjoy those layouts and like the the big boxes and, and playing on those. So I think I think I'm in that same boat. I'd really like to see one of those events and play on that terrain for a full full event because that seems I really enjoyed playing on that terrain. So. Yeah, I think there's pros and cons, but like the uh, like the FLG tables, there was so the, the pack that I had, I must I must have downloaded an old pack because I thought there was only five different layouts, but they they updated the the pack on their website. I just didn't know they did it, and mm-hmm. they actually upped added four more layouts. And in reality, it was five layouts because excuse me, five more because of the Gothic train set. The new ones they have have some windows blocked, which is in my opinion a very different train set than the one they have, the old ones that don't. Uh, but some of those train sets, like I told Bam, I think it's like, if, if, if I get put on it, like the Necron table, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to rage out because the terrain on that one and the terrain rules they had picked out 
were fucking garbage. Meanwhile, so, I was over there like, I hope Dan gets a Necron table. Uh, they, they basically, I hate Necron tables. Necron tables are always trash because it's always these fucking super square obelisks that don't cover shit. And well, it's, it was always the same. It's it, it wasn't because of that. It was because you know? they made every single piece of train on the Necron table dense. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Literally every single piece was. This <laughs> is <was just> brutal. <laughs> yeah. I will touch every piece of train as I go. Not for Eldar. So more on that in a little bit. <laughs> more on that in a bit. So what? Uh, that's a good good transition. But what? Uh, what do you guys like about the LR Codex? Oh, the yeah. LR stuff so hey, far. Hey, hey, hey! Let's let's not completely skip the communists. All right. We. I mean, Tau are coming out before the LR drop. They're already yeah. out. Tower out. They're out last weekend. Out. Bro. That's what I'm saying. But we haven't yeah. talked about them yet here, have we? They're here. They have a oh, fucking no. railgun. What? Whatever. No, that's not. They have. They have <laughs> a ridiculous. Some, uh, yes. No, I know. I, yeah. Yeah. There's some flamer shenanigans. There's some mm-hmm. move after I disembark shenanigans. There's some. Yeah. The breacher thing is cool. Missile fire. What's the breacher thing? That breacher. Can... No, that is that is the dumbest freaking rule. I think it's cool to be able to move like three three Dell fish forward, disembark thirty breachers, and shoot with everything. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. No, someone's and then charge. charge, and then no, you can't charge. No, but Tau Tau is going to be a Tau is going to end up getting nerfed. I think it might take a while, mm-hmm. but they are they are the definition of a of a like a mid table feel bad game. Do you so, think they're going to fix the bodyguard rule because of Tau? I mean, if somebody tries to do that at Bug Eater, they're getting thrown out. So I'm not allowing <laughs> that shit. What's the rule? Dude, there's tons of there's tons of this is where like they need to do universal special rules or they need to have a master document where they cut and paste because there's other problems in that book. Like, uh, you know, there's uh, and it's already been there. Uh, who is it? Um, FLG is already ruled against it. Uh, but yeah. Uh, with the uh, what do you call it? Between the Monka, no Monka. Oh. Like you can advance and do actions raw with Monka, mm. but like you look at the because it's the wording of it is if you advance if you advance or or whatever you count as being stationary, stationary. until the end of your shooting phase. Custodes have a very very similar ability, but it says like if you if you advance or whatever in your shooting phase you count as stationary, so that way you don't count right. as it. For the movement phase, for when actions are so, there's just tons of stupid stuff. Like even like the Marines bodyguard doesn't work on stuff over nine wounds, but Tau does. So yeah, it's, it's the same rule. The crisis suits have bodyguard, making bodyguard long strike, which long is long strike, right? Currently. That was like the first thing that I looked at after skimming through the book, and yeah, I mean it's one of the first things everyone in our chat, local chat, talked about. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, long strike, got bodyguards. I mean, it's cool, but if you dig dig deeper, I think there's way more scarier shit than long strike being guarded, shooting one shot, or shooting five shots a game. There is some nonsense. Yeah, there's an impressive amount of uh, indirect fire in that book. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you not like terrain blocking your firing channels? Then yeah. run Tau. You're fine. I was shocked that they have two sources of uh, minus two to charge with battle suits and with fire warriors or breachers. They have two different sources of minus two to charge them, which is just dumb. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I honestly, if they if they wanted to fix Tau, they needed to give a uh, suit some kind of combat ability. I think 
I thought that's what they were going to do. I thought they were going to release a kit that had like a plasma sword and a shield or something. Yeah, they needed to do that because right now Tau's just the same old, hey, we're oppressive at shooting and not fun to play against. So they're going to get enough people are going to bitch that they're going to get nerfed and be trash again. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of. I know we thought Admech was shit. Yeah. Look, look what just walked away from LVO. So it's uh, Admech still being the thing. See, Scott, he was he was on that man. He was, he was living the dream with that. <laughs> I'm, but I'm but, but I'm clearly not on the same caliber because <laughs> I lost way more games. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It happens. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I, I'm uh, there's a lot about Craft Worlds that uh, got me excited. I do think Tower going to be good, and I, I wish. Uh, I, I'm at this phase in 40k where I try not to I try to not hope someone else doesn't get joy out of the game. I hope everybody else enjoys it to some capacity. So like there's a part of me that really wants tower players to enjoy their book, uh, you know, have a good book to where they can make it, look at Dan's face. <laughs> so, but with that being said, like tower players, I think are just I don't know, man. They're almost like worse than orc players sometimes. It's bullshit, <laughs> you know. Just you gotta or chaos just players. The, yeah, chaos players just bitch and whine all the time. So like that's kind of I just I think every that. faction has their shitheads, man. I mean, in reality, yes. yeah, like space well, players. God, dude, hey, I'll, dude. I'll be the, the first to tell you. Every fucking space wolf group on fucking Facebook. Is like, hey, brothers of the route, like, hey, fellow brothers, I built wolves today. And, you know, yeah, and it's like, I'm not your brother, pal. Like, <laughs> not your buddy, guy. Not your buddy, guy. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and it, it just, it's like, stop. You're not a space marine, man. Like, you're a, you're a dude. That hairline does not say Adeptus Astartes. Like, you know, the- <laughs> a, a, lot of, a lot of those dudes have never. Put a bench up in their life. Yeah, it's probably it's, it's uh no space wolves can be can be just as bad, but I, I think there's a, a hierarchy, there's tiers, there's there's levels of, of extra 21st chromosome. So it's uh, Zane, Zane says Tyranid Zane says Tyranids are up there with orcs for being on the spectrum. Base. Yeah, apparently yeah. so. Huh. I don't uh I really the only other like Facebook groups I think I go into. I was like in the Chaos Knights group for a while because I was really excited when Chaos Knights came out, and they're kind of low key. And then like the the Chaos groups all for like two years worship Don Houston for some reason, and that's kind of passed. So, and then the space yeah, but like one. The, the chaos groups are so bad because it's like, oh, you guys are still talking about the same shit from two years ago. <laughs> yeah. I have no reason to come in this group anymore. I'm sorry, I just don't care. I've my read this group, too my, many times. My favorite groups are the orc groups because those dudes are just happy to be orky. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> they're just happy to comment wow on every post. Yeah, for real. Or they're or or they'll post like. I don't enjoy that at all, Tim. I, no, I, also, I also don't enjoy that at all. <laughs> Especially when they try to talk like orcs speak in like oh, fucking no. God of War. Oh, it's like, yeah, I love it, dude. 
I want to drop kick babies, man. Like, I, just, I don't want to hear it. It's it's one of those things that's funny online, but cringe in person, right? Like, it's like, I don't mind, like, their crazy conversions and everything, like, when they post those pictures. But, like, yeah. And, yeah, somebody, like, yelled, like, somebody called a wad LVO, and I I rolled into the next millennium. It was oh, yeah. not enjoyable. I, I thought the we were done with shattering. In New Orleans, they had like the whole rooms were doing the wall thing, and it was kind of, it's kind of annoying. So, claw the claw. <laughs> what is that? Huh? Demonette. It's dragon scorpions. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I got mine. Mine, uh, look, mine look better. Fucking Alex is all over fire dragons, man. I'm gonna have to go dig through my garage of shame. Because I think I got some extras I can send this way. I've only got like 15 or 16 or something, I think. So that's the yeah. thing that hypes me the most about the Eldar book is there's there's not gonna just be one way to build the list out of that. No, book. I don't think so at all. <laughs> I, I think that a few units are gonna be like you should probably have one or two of these. Yeah, in almost every banshees and banshee mask. Oh like banshees. Yeah. They're spicy. Um, what they said all does it's it's like no Overwatch. It's, so no nah. Overwatch fight last minus one attack. Yeah, the and units, then the units don't do that. And then Banshee, what's that? The from that's where there's some conflicting spoilers out there. But the units, oh yeah, the units, the Autark version of it does more than the, yes. the, the unit it? itself. Yeah, fair Dude, enough. I I'm with Dan on striking scorpions, man. They're they're about to be mortal yeah. wound. Yeah, it's retarded. It's like here's 50 mortal wounds. Have a good time. <laughs> Except it does. They don't work against vehicles and monsters. Correct. So. Uh, I think it is monsters, right? Or is it just no? It's, it's non vehicles. That's is fine because the Eldar have plenty of other tools to deal with those two things. So yeah, <laughs> yeah and then you got your tower players uh, carrying all the monsters. What's well, to say? You're gonna be oh yeah, I'm, I'm Eldar. I'm good, and then you're gonna go second against Tau. And right. For sure, yeah, that's, that's going to be a thing. Yeah, that's that's that. So that's here's my issue is, is but let's look at uh, so Eldar are going to have they're going to have ways to fuck with you on turn one if they go first. Mm -hmm. uh, GSC, I, I played Tookie, I tested GSC last week, and it mean, I literally had a pure stain Gene Steelers on his deployment zone line, charging him on turn one. Yeah, um, they're Tau, really good. Tau can move thirty breachers, like deep into your butthole on turn one if they go first <laughs> like 30 you inch know? movement right now right yeah yeah, yeah right. it's it's uh what nine plus 12 plus three plus six plus an advance whatever that equals it's like 30 some inches away from the deployment zone um mm -hmm. if they go first and then there's uh custodes like i think it's going to start picking up as people dive into that book more but uh they got one where they can double move mm -hmm. or pregame move a bike unit so they're yeah. Yeah, the in your shit turn one like the turn the turn one alpha strikes in the game are just getting turned up so it's I'm, I'm, part of me is okay with that i just I'm, I'm over the like the i don't know i like to see close combat be valid i don't mind stuff being well, that's, stuff. so <clears throat> my point earlier was a lot a lot of the uh a lot of the missions favor going second right so if, if you have decently alpha strike army i mean that does not benefit going second you know so i mean if if you're adding a lot of components that you need it forces you to want to go second but then there's a lot of components that fuck man i don't want to go second against this 30 breachers coming to my face turn one 
now. Yeah, so that's it's a it's but, a sh- it's a shit mechanic. If you're trying to argue that it's okay to be able to do that shit, it's in the game. There's there's also no agency, and you're 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 going first, and you're going second. Is let's throw these two cubes and fucking whatever happens, cool. Yeah, if you just get right? it's, it's so, like it's like when or it's like last year when you're playing against Admech, you're like, I have to go first or I lose the game. Like if you're playing, say you're taking Black Templars and you're going to go up against you know one of these armies that has an insane turn one alpha strike and you go second it doesn't matter that that the the black templars went second they're not gonna have an army left by the by the time it matters right yeah you're not wrong but i mean we we need to wait and see i think we're the situation that we're in right now is gw's actually getting their codexes released at the rate that they intended which i think is going to do quite a bit to help with with balance i think the first turn concern is still very valid but i mean look oh Oh no, Tim died. See, oh, this is Tim. this is what happens when you talk about balance after that, <laughs> that data slate that just <laughs> came out. <laughs> they nerfed him. They nerfed him. <laughs> Shit, they got him. <laughs> he's he's locked up. Yeah, like his like his Tesla ran out of electricity. The, the fucking the GW hitman is like four miles from you, Dan. You better <laughs> yeah, dude. bring it on. He comes up. There's a, there's someone behind him. <laughs> Screen just cuts. Oh they shit! Cut I guess speed. they got him. They no, got him. That he is got the reelected. Weird. Now there's like a, a coup going against him. That is the weird thing right now, though, is because there's you know uh, like I actually think. If if you were to pick an army right now that's the best in the game, it'd be uh, Hive Mind, so GSC and Nids. But yeah. we know that's going away because GSC is is uh, or excuse me, Nids are about to come out. So it's kind of like, well, we'll see what happens there. There's been a lot of uh, Eldar rumors going around, and there's only been like one thing. There's been two things that I've seen that I'm like, I need to see the exact wording on that because that might be broken. I- um, really need to see stratagems out of that book because that's going to yeah, be a that, lot of things for a lot of units like it's a they're big starting deal. they're starting to be some stratagem but it's one of those two it's yeah. like what's the exact wording mm-hmm. you know because you're getting summaries and shitty clip or uh, screenshots right now but right. there's only been like two things that i i think are a problem so far i'm sure there's going to be more when we get the whole picture uh one but scorpions. then huh is one of them striking scorpions no people are going nuts about them and they're like oh my god you got a captain mortal wounds uh, what the hell do you think admech have been doing with rust oh, right. oh no yeah i don't yeah. i just think they're gonna be real fucking good so yeah if god and and just because i played some admech with rust offers like the times that i remember the mortal wounds making a difference was against vehicles and monsters mm-hmm. like it was going into a telemon and being able to put like eight eight more wounds on it and actually chip it like when Rustockers go into like an infantry unit, I mean they just blundered them anyway. So like the mortals didn't really matter. So that's why that's where I'm kind of, you know, we'll wait and see on on those. I've already got if if their points and some of the rumors are true, I've already got some meme ideas. So we we'll spit out the memes as soon as we know those. But we but the the game is just in a weird spot though, as I say, just because there's so much. It's about to be changing just very rapidly. So. Yeah. It's hard to kind of predict what's going to happen. People are talking about Night Spinner supposed to be good too. No, I I think Night Spinner is good. They're wrong. I don't know. People, I think so. Okay. So that Night Spinner gun, it's not good. Well, it's not bad, but you can get it for like 35 or 40 points on a fucking weapons platform that you just tuck in a corner somewhere. So the weapons ones are worse. Why? 
they're less strength and less damage. Tim, Tim's are, back. From are the they? I, I haven't heard that rumor that they're different than the the tank one. Oh, they've always they've always been different. Mm-hmm. They're are different they? now. Right. Yeah, enough. right now, right now they're strength six, no AP, mm-hmm. same as the other one. But they're they're strength six, only one damage, not strength seven, two damage like the night mm-hmm. spinners. Fair enough. But but and people are like, oh my god, night spinners. And it's like, okay, all that changes. It gained two AP, but it can't reroll anything. So like, it's. You're gonna get seven shots on average. Maybe get like four, four or five hits. Like if you run the math on it, on average, you're not killing a single custodian. You're, you're yeah, I can killing... reroll twice with my auto. What are you talking about? <sighs> I do with command point rerolls. <laughs> so yeah, but it's 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 not actually. I don't think the math on night spinners is that crazy, which is good because like I don't think indirect should be. Should be that strong. Th- that's or maybe to the, the Tau problem, right? Or maybe yeah. the reason they gave him that two command rerolls per phase is because the rest of their stratagems suck. Huh? You ever think about <laughs> I that? I highly doubt that. Like, like, man, we just need to do something. These are I'm all gonna, bad. I'm going to smash X to doubt there. <laughs> Tim, how did you escape the assassin? I hit restart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got like the blue screen of death, like it was Windows ninety five for Christ's sake. I haven't seen that in forever. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just all of a sudden it was just like bloop, and I, was, I hadn't seen that in a while. So there you go. But yeah, what's uh? Is it Nids after Eldar? Is that right? Mm-hmm. I believe so. Bunch How many of, does that thick fucking T eight two up save Nids? Yeah, yeah, I think they're really only going to get better. So. The real, the real thick city. Please stand up. So. Yeah. Well, so then, what's what's left that uh, chaos face brains, chaos knights, chaos Demon, guards, imperial knights, demons, imperial knights, all the space military. Uh, you got guard. All the yeah. space marine supplements. Yeah, yeah, supplements don't count. Oh, um, I, I care about like space marines two point oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know that. that's coming. It's gonna be garbage. What else sucks? That's about it. Um, it's like half 32, the armies. There's 32 factions on their website. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, but half so. of those are Marines. And that's, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that actually, that's right. That's it. There's like five left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scott's face. Just in time for 10, man. Just, <laughs> just God, just, I hope not. Boy, that's a real fast edition. Jesus. Yeah. They need to let this one marinate a bit, man. Like, uh, you know, the lifespan's been, what, three or four years? They need to give and this one an extra year just because of COVID, if nothing yeah, else. That's probably true. Try. Yeah, I think I agree with that. I think we can see it for a couple more years, especially if these seasons work out and they actually play every six months. I mean, I could see this going for a couple more years easy. I'd honestly, this edition, I like, at least. I really like this edition as far as, yep. like, the rules. Core edition's yep. great. Yeah, they and, just need uh, to get the balance sorted between the factions. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if they can continue to balance the factions and just like freshen up gameplay with like new missions. Like the thing I liked about this book, where Dan joked about like not even buying the last book, you know, because they changed a couple uh, sentences in it. Like this book feels like a completely different book. You know, there, there's there's all all new right. ways to play. And so, like, part of the fun is, like, us diving into those games on the tabletop and trying out the new missions. And if they can keep coming up with stuff to keep it fresh and just keep doing, like, a, a new season of book, like, I'm down yep. to find the chapter group and 
and keep doing it. If, if yeah. this is going to be the system here on out, I'm looking. Well, and, and this this is what I was trying to say when my computer cut out. But yeah, I mean, like issues notwithstanding, because there definitely are still issues. I've got tons of people talking about, you know, trying out different lists. The missions, like Scott was saying, feel fresh compared to what the yeah. missions were that we just got done playing. Like, there's still room to to improve, but it's in a much healthier state than it was. I think the one biggest thing they can do, and if you guys already said this while I was restarting my computer, I apologize, but it's very it was very clear with this chapter approved that point updates need to be in the quarterly updates and not printed because they're just they you can't finalize point changes so far out that it goes to print because it just yeah. it felt so dated it's like why are you touching death guard what are you doing like yeah, this P- is not last may <laughs> P- pdf has got to be the future and like i don't know why this company struggles with that so hard because there are companies that are like one eighth their size that have been on that train for like six plus years reason it doesn't make it's, sense the reason is because used to you're you're People are still buying chapter approved and getting I mean, two 10 page books for $40. Yeah, so, that's true, but, but I mean, I'm going to buy it. I think there's an understanding that it's, I think, I think they're going to trend um, <laughs> because we had a, we had a TO's meeting at LVO and we had some pretty good conversations and they're, they're clearly trying to push things in directions that I think we'll all appreciate. So I, I'm, I'm willing to give them. I'm willing to give them some faith because the quarterly update, although I wanted it to do more, is a step in the right direction. The codex rate's improving. Again, we're all trending in the right direction, so I feel like they've earned my patience on that. So, And again, I like the missions. I think the missions that they released are good, and they've they've got people talking about you know running stuff and doing things that they hadn't talked about even a month ago. So, there's I just sent a picture as Tim was literally on the edge of his chair at that meeting. Literally. Oh my Tim, god. Tim was Tim was smiling like a donut. <laughs> I was fighting fighting the urge to give me a favor. Look, look there was one know, dude there though that I was about to kill uh, at the end of the night. Yeah. Tim, there are some, Tim saw some, it. Some people go to those meetings purely for one reason, and it's to be like, notice me, senpai. That's the only yeah. reason they go to those meetings. And I'm sitting was, there trying to actually like get information, and nope, that wasn't gonna happen. Dude, hey, Senpai wasn't going to notice him until I stabbed him in the neck. So it was it was getting there. I think at one point in time I told him shut the fuck up, but no one heard. So. Dude, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that definitely happened. It's like, dude, you always hear that people like, there's no such thing as a dumb question. I'm like, bullshit. Oh, there is. <laughs> well, bullshit. okay. No, the, the low point for that meeting, and I have no problem calling this dude out because he's a cheater, was freaking so and, and this is public knowledge right that they're you know they're doing this whole digital rules piece now games workshop is in their partnership with the icc which is really cool um and one of the pieces that they're doing is they're going to be giving the itc tos um access to all the digital rules so that way we can keep up with stuff which is great but then freaking will alvarez the the dude who's banned from turn texas tournaments because he's a cheater was like yelling at Mike Brandt about how like you should give us you should let us see the codexes early so that way we can quality control them, and they were like we're not giving you anything early for any reason like it's just like stop, please do not. So yeah, that was the low point of that meeting for me. Always oh. got to be one. There was there was more than one. So it was, good. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was it was informative though, and uh, no, you know, it, for, just well, just the fact I, that they had that meeting and got our feedback was a huge 
to me, a huge step in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I've heard some stuff out there that's, uh, you know, basically talking about the, the get, you know, what Games Workshop is doing in the competitive scene. And a lot of people are way off base about the assumptions that they made about it and what was actually yes, said. And uh, it's just like, I think what, if you can just sit back and calm, calm your tits, like uh, you'll, you'll like the result. It's a, uh, mm-hmm. it's a good day that they're deciding to be involved in the competitive scene. Cause it means they're finally acknowledging that, you know, a good part of their base is the competitive player and, and they're yep. actually doing something to reward encourage and get people to play more games of warhammer which is the thing that is the goal so yeah well they i mean they made it very clear to us time and time again that you know they're not there the the scene's already been built right so their primary purpose in getting involved is to support the scene as it already exists not to try and supplant it or replace it with their own you know they want to be a partner and and yeah like yeah some of the takes were way off the mark and so i could not have been happier with what they said when we when they came off of that, so yeah, I could tell by the look on your face sitting in that chair. Like, <laughs> you're getting ready to get sexed up, man. <laughs> I was I I enjoyed so during the general preview, not the TO meeting. <laughs> I enjoyed watching uh, watching Dan just get like less and less excited as the preview went through it was so <laughs> it was, bad it was... <laughs> what did they even preview it was like they previewed the, already previewed it. the yeah. avatar, yeah. avatar yeah. that's right the avatar that it, yeah yeah and then and everybody shining spears and mog and raw mog and raw though looked man oh that model looked dope yeah but apparently yeah. so i was talking shit on that today because the new model looks dope and he's the one phoenix lord apparently getting a new model and apparently he's like the meme profile in the codex and all the rest of them are like super good and he sucks. So that's okay. That's just, it's at least just the model's so, dope like, as fuck. At least, yeah. <laughs> he, was just, good, he was good before though. I mean, I, it's that poetic. Was the, that was the thing. Who knows? Dan they'll get nerfed I mean, and he'll be like, oh, they didn't nerf me because no one's playing me. <laughs> yeah. Dan, but everybody will buy me again. Dan set the bar a little too high. He was hoping for a squats announcement. Uh, Bro, I was too. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Why? Reset the clock. Yeah, reset the clock. Set it again. It wasn't even that. It was just, there wasn't as far, I don't know. There was just not anything in there, really. No. Yeah, my thing is, like, so here's how I, I thought I feel that they would this. announce some shit for like quarter three of this year, right? Like, yeah. hey yeah. guys, yeah. here's this really cool project that we were working on. Like, Maybe even. My thing is, if you're going to take the time to do like the big reveal, like the Avocard arc of Kane was cool. But like I would like to see something like earth shattering, you know, for all the to do. Yeah. You're gonna save of... that for Adepticon. Adepticon is always where they drop their biggest announcements. Yeah. But like we did, you know, the trivia is fun. I enjoy doing the trivia. Uh it, it's funny. I was sitting next to fucking Sherwin, and that dude could play the fuck out of 40k, but he knows zero about goddamn lore. Oh yeah. So, like <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> it was fucking funny. Like there was some basic bitch 40k questions that Sherwood was fucking off. And I was like, dude, he's like, Well, I like to play the game. I don't like to read the books. So I was like, All right, fair enough, man. So I, I don't know the lore at all. I mean, at yeah. all. And it's teach their own, man. Teach their own. I, I dig the stories and I know Royers does too. Uh, Alex does as well. So mm-hmm. I don't know if mine came from kind of just, you know, deployments or long nights in a patrol car and just having the book in my bag and 
you know, kind of kind of be able to participate in my hobby like that. So uh, the lore is what has kept the flame alive during my dark days. Yeah. Yep. I just can't read, so. Oh, uh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that tracks. Story checks out. So, uh, what you what you got there, Dan? Yeah. Like a, like uh, a the, the wizard one, the wizard one, yeah. Race race Sears. Yeah. Sears. Yeah. yeah, I picked up two of them when I was in Austin. I'm, I need to, or not Austin, New Orleans. I, I, I need to do a build. China cast order for those. Yeah, China cast. Oh, real one, because we don't get recasts at all, right? <laughs> Mine are legit, dude. Mine are actually legit. Yeah. That, so that was the thing. So uh, I played legit from the bargain bin. That's why I think legit bottom fourth roll. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but GSC, like GSC's secondary game in the new missions, is crazy. Like the they're all their little. Oh, we're a deep strike three inches away. We're a deep strike six inches away, eight inches away, nine inches away. But like uh, I did, I took deploy teleport homers and behind enemy lines against Cookie, and I maxed them both. Yeah. So. Yep. I don't know. I don't know many other armies are gonna be able to do that besides GSC. So that's why. That's why I'm still looking hard at. Seeing what nids, but GSC like I tried pure GSC with like uh, five of their vehicles, the Ridge Runners. <laughs> GSC got them uh, already. Oh geez, G- <laughs> GSC shooting is bad. Yeah, about these <laughs> New Orleans man, they're they're you want a cookie for that? But Absolutely. but you could set up crossfire, Dan. Fucking put some put some yeah. TNC in that motherfucker. Just, just go in the crossfire. You'll get caught I in it. Put put crossfire up and uh, still do nothing. So. <laughs> that that rule makes me think of that. Remember that old game in like That's the eighties, nineties? Yeah. I, I literally Chris just made that reference, Tim. Jesus, yeah. I didn't. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't I sing said the you'll song. Get caught up in the crossfire. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Jesus. My bad. So real quick, Dan. Before you get like so, two times I've tried to read that codex tired, mm-hmm. and like I see all these references to crossfire, and like you can make this unit be exposed and crossfired. And I'm like, what the fuck does Crossfire do? And Here, like, here's so all I, you need to know that Crossfire does. They're going to put a token on the, the, the unit they want to fucking bang in CC, and that fucker can't shoot Overwatch or Heroic Intervene or yep. fights last. That's fights all last. you got to fucking know about. That's what, the what Crossfire markers do. Is they don't they just make you fight last? <laughs> they, they, they use the strat for it just yeah. so they fucking turn off some shit. Yeah. So one night, one night I talked it up to fall asleep in my chair. And then, like another night, I tried, and I was just too fucking tired. And I was like, "Fuck this! I'll just uh, I'll ask Dan later." Was was kind of where I was at. That's where the the that's what you need to know if you're playing against pure GSC. Pure strange, real good, and those little drills they've got are amazing. The uh, the pure strains are so good. Yeah, Yeah. pure strains so good. I feel like they're gonna look at what gene stealers are about to be, which is gonna make gene stealers just in general really good. They won't be yeah. the same. No you way. You don't think so? But they no. freaking better not. Because gene stealers are literally pure strain gene stealers. Yeah, but like, what amount, amount? If you play sixty of those, uh, I don't. I don't want to. I want any part of that at a hundred each for a fucking ten of them that just hit on twos. Get that four up in. Well, I'll take fucking sixty. <laughs> Yeah, they were they're surprisingly durable and they're just they're really, really good for 14 points. Yes, yeah. flat up yes. four up save or five? Yeah, four up invul. Four up invul. Four attacks base. Yeah. Hitting minus on twos. Three, minus hitting three on AP. two. Yeah, minus three AP all the time. Hitting on twos. 
Like, yeah, but guess what? A Tau railgun doesn't care. Yeah, it doesn't care about three of them. It'll kill the rest. Well, well, that's that's the game. Yeah, that's what. That's again. I, that's why. This is why GSC. I think is is still in the and the run. So, you know, if a Tau player wants to go, you know, thirty inches into your deployment zone, the only army that's stopping them is GSC. Yeah, because if you if if GSC goes first, they get a yeet up uh, at the unit of gene stealers, and they go touch all those devilfish, and all of a sudden the devilfish can't do that stratagem, or uh, if they go if you go second, they can't get within nine inches of your markers so you and can't then the ones they that can back. draw a beat on you just pick yeah. up i yep. didn't even know they brought the markers back yeah so they still have the you can't get within okay. nine inches of them so like gsd that's why that's why i'm saying like i'm i'm looking hard at eldar but i'm i'm keeping my eye on the new nidbook because eldar is a very incomplete picture right now right yeah. like a lot of the units look really cool and way better than they are right now like that's unquestionable but is the codex gonna like fire the way some of these others We'll see. As a, as a sisters player, T three models with a three up save don't do well in this game sure. right now. For sure, <laughs> that is that is a fact. I will yeah. not argue that at all. So, well, I, I imagine I kind of expected the Eldar book to come out last or get the preview on Sunday last week, but I mean, if it's got to be maybe this weekend, right? Because uh, no, the, the box is this weekend. Yeah, the box yeah. set drops this weekend. But they maybe. might preview Sunday the Codex, so it'll be two weeks maybe, after that. Yeah. Yeah, not chaos. Yeah, fuck chaos. Yeah, I'm thinking February 26 is when this this will drop. We've had a we've been doing some work trying to get Cornwall off of chaos because it's just not healthy. So get your friends. Don't <laughs> let them play chaos right now. Yeah. Just tell them no. to wait. So our friends try, don't want to listen to us. Yeah, he's <laughs> trying to. He's going to try some Death Watch. I think so. Which I told him. I said Death Watch coming in the meta of Eldar, Drakari, Tyranids. Yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. And they've they've got a pretty. Uh, pretty some pretty baller abilities so with their auto wounding on hit rolls so they're looking really nice in the new potential meta so yep yep agreed oh yeah chaos yeah. just fucking stay away from it no yeah, I, i'm excited to see where it goes though i really i really am and i hope chaos gets a good book um i think what's going to happen with chaos is they're going to get a good book and all them fucking bastards going to whine about it anyways and yeah, they're know, gonna kinda... they're gonna. Well, actually, in the books, yes. Abaddon could do oh, this. Oh, you have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. I think we're gonna have this year is gonna be like the most roller coaster ride of a <laughs> meta. Yes, between that all be the true. well, between all these books coming out on the strong side that are probably gonna end up eating nerfs, and then with the three month updates and six month, uh, whatever chapter approved, it's gonna be probably a constantly changing thing every every month well, that's ultimately what you want right I mean, you oh, yeah want a, a ever changing game to a degree but, but that is difficult that you know if you go if you're only going to two or three tournaments i mean they're all going to be completely different which is nice yeah. but yeah the challenge hard is to gonna, plan for the challenge is going to come up is because this happened a few times in my lvo games where it's going to be very hard for anyone but the most for anyone but the most engaged players to keep up with all the rules and everything for all the different armies. So like I had a I had like two or three different games where I would do something that I thought was very simple and well known and my opponent had no idea about Black Templars and they were like, "Wait, what the heck are you doing?" Like there was one game where I was like, "All right, I'm going to, 
you know, it's fight phase. I'm going to spend one CP. I'm going to devout push onto the objective because I had a unit that was like two inches off the objective. Right. And they were like, hold up. What are you doing? Like they like they were super mad about it. And I showed them the rule, obviously, and it was fine. But I feel like we're going to see that happen quite a bit as as the rate of codexes drop. Is you just give them take backs, dude. That's all you do. <laughs> yeah, takes you back. That's so dumb. Just give them all the time. I didn't know they could do that. Can I have a take back? Sure, man. Whatever. So I didn't know you were going to fuck me there. Can I not <laughs> <Yes>. do that? <laughs> can you not? Can we not fuck? Yeah. I would yeah, prefer I, to not. I, I know it's like four fucking phases later, but like I I just didn't know. Yeah, that's like I'm behind on uh, Crusher Stampede and, and Tau. Like I've hardly looked into them or played them, so I'm like eighty percent clueless with those books. And, and they shoot a lot. The Tau plays sure. pretty similar. I mean, Cookie, Cookie wanted to do a, a test game this week, and we were kind of talking about what to play. And I was like, well, there's no point in playing GSC or Nids because they're going to be changing basically. You know, Eldar stuff's not out yet. So I was like, well, we could just do a, a Tau Custode matchup. And he was like, oh, you're going to play the towel? I about slapped him through my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I will play your custodies. You can play the towel. So oh, That's funny. One of these days we'll get out of you what color you're painting your rail guns. So. Right. Now, the only way I'd ever play Tau is if I converted them all into swats. Make them dwarves. Okay. Obviously yellow. Yeah. But that ain't going to happen. That's too much work. No, I, I mean, I feel like right now in the next few weeks, we're in kind of like a lull as people try and regroup and, and also because of events, right? Like we've got an RTT in a couple of weeks, but that's about it, right? But March, all of a sudden in March, you've got Free State, you got Adepticon, and then April comes up and you've got um, I, the, the Warhog boys are running their event up in uh, up in North Dakota. You've got uh, Mini- the Minneapolis guys running their event. You've got the Dallas Open. Like once March hits, I feel like, the volume of the season is going to go up quite a bit. And so it's kind of cool though, but that means we have a few weeks to try and paint up and experiment and just, you know, get some local games and get some experience under our belts. So it'll be good. March 5th and 6th battle at the barn in, uh, in Kansas city, three man team tournament, dude, five rounds come after it. Dude, I'm already, I'm on, I'm on notice with my wife because I'm already going to free state and then going to Adepticon the next Wednesday after free state. So my March is, my March is done. <laughs> Scott, I love you, but that weekend I'm going to dinosaurs. I know, I know. I'm, but I'm going to keep shouting out for the masses. And then my bachelor party is that Saturday night, so uh, Alex will probably be with me, I hope. So. Fucking you going to play Gage Shit. on your bachelor party? We're going to do, do Warhammer and strippers. Ooh. So, yeah. At same so. time. I'll move this titty over here. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I need to do. I need to just hire a fucking stripper to follow me around, like roll my dice for me, so that I can just blame her at the end of the day. <laughs> so, but all right, let's go through the events real quick since we're talking about it. Lord Marshall Conference uh, this weekend, uh, Wichita, Kansas. There's 24 people signed up. Uh, St. Catherine's Day Massacre, um, also up in Illinois. There's a RTT. It's just IDZ Tournament is the name of it. So. Uh, Nixa Games in Missouri has an RTT this weekend also, and Fargo Rivers RTT. Man, these guys got really fucking creative with their names. Uh, so the 19th, uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas is the Malie at Shiloh. Also, that weekend is the Outlanders one that uh, Tim was just talking about. So, the Outlanders, February RTT. Boy, you guys are creative, too. 
26th February, Meta Games in Springfield, Missouri. And uh, 26, Edmund Unplugged uh, down in, Ed- in Edmond, Oklahoma. So that's a nice store down there, dude. That's a pretty good store. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 5th, the Fight for the 4th in St. Robert, Missouri. Looks like an RTT. Iowa Cup RDT up at Cedar Rapids on the 12th. Uh, you said the fifth was your event, Scott, or the event yeah. up against it? Yeah, March yeah. 5th and 6th. It's, it's okay. a team tournament, so it can't be a... Yeah. We got we got 10 teams signed up already. All right. Who, who do they need to get in contact with if you want to get a team and go? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it's on uh, Mind Games and Magic. It's yeah. uh, they're, they're hosting it, so just search Mind Game and Magic or Battle at the Barn. Um, okay. I'm a loose connection. If you really have questions, you can come to me and I can walk yeah. you through anything. But yeah, just message me good. on Facebook. And then uh, on the, t- the 12th, the Geekery has a RTT. <laughs> and then uh, 19th and 20th is Free State GT at Holton. I'm going to Holton. Almost all you guys should be there. Alex, yeah. I don't think he's going. But the rest I of you mean, guys I might. There. There's a ticket. There's tickets still. Post, post I think there's Elder. still tickets. Um, Better be post Elder. Uh, I don't know what the hell I'm going to play. Right. <laughs> oh, so everybody's bringing Eldar. You're yep. gonna play Tal, obviously, Dan. No. And then the 29th, uh, there's gonna be a uh, March Maniacs RTT at Wizards Asylum at my shop. So there should be some spots available if you're looking for an RTT at the end of March. So that's uh, pretty much Lord Marshall and cool events in the Midwest. You're uh, not doing an RTT on the 12th of March. This is bam. No, Dude, we're just playing Warhammer and looking at movies, man. Okay, like that's uh, that's the night. Scott, you're welcome to come down and crash, bro. For what? <laughs> <laughs> my bachelor party, man. If you want to, no, I can't, man. I'm most of my time off and everything like that's you know, we're, me and the wife and the kids are gonna go try to try oh, to do yeah. Disney World this year. So I'm just gonna oh, take yeah. that picture of Royer sitting in a chair and Photoshop him into all the pictures from the evening. So <laughs> send it to his wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, it's Tim rolling dice onto the stripper. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tim's just hunched over. Yeah. It'll be a good time. All right, guys. We should probably close her out there. I think we're all losing steam. Uh, but a good episode, good talks. And, yeah. Uh, um, I'm excited about the direction the game is heading, and uh, I think I think we're going to be enjoying the ride to get there. So, yeah. last thoughts, Alex? You got anything? Nope. Everyone's going to be playing Eldar in like two, three weeks, whatever it is. <laughs> Everyone's got them. I, I know. I know y'all have them in the fucking closet. I saw everybody does. Yep, get more. Not disagreeing. So yeah, it's going to be like <sighs> fucking GTs are going to be like forty percent Eldar, forty percent Tau. 19% custodies and 1% everything else. I guess it'll be like, some what color gold too. did you play? What color Eldar did you play? Yeah. yeah. There'll be Tyranids, of course, but yeah. It's Scott, you got anything on the way out? No. It was fun tonight. It was a good time. Uh, Dan? Nope. All right. Dan Dan has exhausted the salt for the evening. Proud of you, buddy. <laughs> I mean, we could we could talk about that balanced data state if you want. No, we're good. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about orcs, then. Orcs are dead. <laughs> hey, uh, if anyone wants to buy Sisters Army, let me know. <laughs> no reason. He's not joking. 
I, I they got, hate, they got hated on for 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 no reason. For no, uh, dude, yeah. I didn't even I didn't even know that their retributor cherubs went up until like last weekend. So the ten points a piece now. Yeah, and you can only. Use <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Do not have universal rules or points yeah. for the same shit. Yep. Well, um, I just have uh, the Show Me Showdown July 9th and 10th. Uh, I know we have a Marvel Crisis Protocol that Friday night as well, so I know a lot of you guys play that, or half of you guys play it. Got that, and then we also have the War Games Live uh, shooting that event as well. So yeah. Tickets are up and available for both uh, Marvel Crisis and 40k. And uh, tickets for Monkey are for sale, by the way. And uh, we're already past GT status. I think headed towards a uh, major pretty quick. I think yeah. we're uh, we had GT status as well recently. GT so status is not a thing. I haven't bought mine yet. GT no, status it's, is not a thing. It's still a thing. It's just you're not capped on the number of events in Comfrey Sports anymore. Well, they're not. They're getting, they're getting rid of the ranking, those titles or whatever. No, they're going to keep the titles. They're just not going to affect the scores like they did previously. Yeah. So it's what major or not major. It's just number of people and number of rounds oh, okay. determines it. So, yeah. yep. All right, Scott. Anything on the way out? Nope. Well, cool. Good job tonight, guys. And uh, remember, if gaming was easy, it would be your mom. And if you want to know more about a Tesla, talk to me. There you go. Hit up, hit up Tim about his Tesla. He loves it. <laughs> loves it. Just try to take away your power. <laughs> <laughs>